Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that this world has to offer. We hope that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ, but that it does not replace the time you're already spending with the Lord. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our awesome high school youth pastor, my husband, Justin Kinley. So what's up, podcast listeners? Today, uh, man, we have a special guest on the podcast, my wife, Courtney Kinley is on with us. Courtney is the bomb. I love her. She is the best thing that's ever happened to me apart from Jesus. And um, man, she's just awesome. And so I brought her on today and she uh, wanted to be on it. And so I was like, yes, let's get on it. Let's do it. And so we were talking about dating relationships, uh, talking about things that you can be doing and looking for a dating relationship, things that you could be looking for another person um, and how you can be looking for someone. Uh, but then also uh, kind of things that we wish we'd have known when we were dating in high school, things that we know now that we wish we would have known then. And so it's just a fun conversation that we had. So I hope you enjoy it. Sorry it's a little longer uh, as a special episode, but uh, man, I hope you enjoy it. I hope it's an encouragement to you. And uh, man, I hope it just gives you some wisdom as uh, you're thinking about how to operate uh, in this kind of dating world in high school that can be crazy and that can be chaotic, but can also have some have some good things about it too. And so I uh, hope you enjoy this conversation that me and Courtney had. And so here is that right now. So today on the uh, the Point Podcast, we have the most attractive guest that we've ever had, the most good-looking person, because really our other guests have been Eli Blaylock, uh, David Quinn, Johnny Sprinkle, and those guys do not even come close to the attractiveness of who is in my office right now. Um, and I'm not being weird, because today we have my beautiful wife, Courtney Kinley, is on the podcast. Yay! Hey, baby. Hey. You look so good. Okay. <laughs> Does this feel weird right now? No, but kind of. Courtney's it's goal. It's just weird because it's being recorded. Yeah. Courtney's goal in life is uh, who, who's who's Jamie Ivy? Jamie Ivy, she I wish she would hear this podcast is a podcaster slash writer, and she's awesome. And my goal in life is to one day be cool enough to make it on Jamie Ivy's podcast. Yeah. So right now, Courtney is settling for <laughs> the Point Podcast. It's okay. I like it. Yeah. It's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. So we, uh, is there anything you need to tell them? You don't get the mic mug. Is there anything you need to tell them? I mean, because yesterday was the 4th of July, I have, okay. I have two 4th of July jokes. I love jokes. Okay. I love jokes. If you're listening to this Point Podcast and you don't laugh at these jokes, I'm coming after you because this is my wife and her jokes are funny. <laughs> so like, laugh. Okay. The first one is, what do you call a duck on the 4th of July? What do you call a duck on the 4th of July? <laughs> a fire quacker. A fire quacker. I like it. I like oh, it. That's the best one. And then the other one is, what did the flag say to the pole? How you hanging? Nope. He said nothing, but he waved. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> I get it. I I'm like a hoot. it. I like it. I like it. Yeah, so my wife is on the podcast today. I'm so glad you're here. I like you. I'm glad you have me here. I like you. Um, and so we thought it'd be fun to just get together and have a little conversation on dating. Mm. Dating. Dating. Yeah, because... The world of dating. I know I, I was with a student the other day, and they were asking me about dating. And so I get that this is something that, I mean, y'all think through. This is something y'all... Uh, it's real life, right? I mean, you know people all around you, and if you're probably listening to this, most of you um, have been in some kind of dating relationship. You are in a dating relationship, or you want to be in one. It probably uh, most of the those three options probably cover most of you listening to this podcast. And so we thought it'd be a cool idea if we just sat down together because we are married. Married for how long now? 
Like a year and a half. A year and a half. December 16th is going to be our two-year anniversary. And so uh, we thought it would be fun. Let's just get together and let's talk about some things um, in terms of dating and things like that uh, that might be helpful for you. And So just so you kind of know how we're going to, uh, I guess, approach this, is we're going to tell you all kind of three things uh, that we wish we would have known in high school that we know now, things that we wish we would have known. Uh, and on top of that, we're going to encourage you uh, for three things that you should look for in another person. And it also three, uh, I guess it's four things that you should be doing right now um, that can prepare you for the possibility of having someone in your life. And I do want to say real quick, this is already off the notes already, but okay. whatever. Uh, I know, I know how you are. You know, you know, I am. <laughs> I, go the I do want to say, man, I, I think that, that sometimes we overestimate. Um, maybe not overestimate. Uh, we undervalue the gift of being single, right? Uh, I think the Bible is pretty clear on this, where Paul actually talks about how it's a gift of being sing- single because I think Courtney would agree with this, but man, our schedule got so much crazier when we got married. Truth. It just it just did. Like, There's so much more responsibility now, um, and, and it's awesome. I would not trade it for the world, would you? I would not trade our life together. <laughs> Maybe the business. Some of the busyness could yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, but I think sometimes, in. if we're not careful, we can kind of create this church culture mentality that if you're not married, something's wrong with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just going to be honest. I don't think that's necessarily true, right? I mean, we see places in the Bible where where Paul. Um, for we have no indication that Paul had a wife, right? Paul talks about how singleness is a gift because it frees you up for ministry. And so um, some of you, that might be what God has for you. So we are not saying right here that everyone listening to this podcast, you are destined to be married, that that special person is out there for you. I just think that's a load of junk anyway, and we can talk about that later. Um Huh? Yeah, soulmates. I just, I don't, I don't know. But so I just want to make sure we have that clear moving forward. So, so first off, let's just start. The first section we're talking about is three things that we wish we would have known in high school that we know now. So Courtney, what do you think? What do you wish you would have known in high school that you know now? I wish that I had known that dating didn't have to be serious. And what I mean by that is I went to a very small Christian school and it felt like Everybody had to be dating. You had to be dating someone good and popular, whatever. And then when you were dating, there was so much pressure on that relationship that didn't need to be there because it's high school and high school should be fun. Yeah. 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 And then with that too, with all the pressure on it, I felt like it was a big deal and like everybody was like, oh, you're going to marry this person. And that was just... Not that you can't marry your high school sweetheart, but odds are you probably will not. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I, I think that's what I mostly saw, too, is people made such a big deal about who you're going to marry and stuff and all those things. And, I mean, I know of all the people that dated in high school, I know one person who actually stayed. No, no, no. I know two people. From my high school... In my graduating class, there's one person that married her yeah. high school and, and yeah, I do. I do think it's it. I look at just the drama that came around in my high school, and it mm-hmm. was just it, almost every dramatic thing was surrounded by some form of dating relationship. Maybe I wasn't in it, but someone was in it, and it was just so much stuff. And and it was this huge, serious, almost like this social status kind of thing, mm-hmm. like it was like, okay, are you really dating this person because you like this person, or are you dating this person because? it makes you look cooler or something like that. So yeah, I definitely, I definitely get that. So you're saying that for you, you wish you would have known that it wasn't as serious as people made it out to be in high school, I guess. Yes. That it wasn't that important. There are other important things in your high school life besides 
who you're dating. There's a lot of other a things. A lot of other yeah. I think things. that's I think that's where we wanted to get and to. Not that dating's bad, but there's other more important things. Yeah, than dating. Yeah, yeah. I would I would agree with that. There's so many. Um, yeah, there's just so many things in high school that I've. High school should be fun and not stressful and drama free and like you said, lots of drama. Dating is a is a tornado of drama. It can be. Yeah, it can. It be. really can be. Um, okay, so that's what Courtney says. She wishes she had known that. I, I would say, um, and we both agreed on both of these. Uh, by the way, um, I I wish that I would have known that in high school I didn't really know what I wanted. Uh, I'm gonna say that again. I, I wish that in high school I would have known that I didn't really know what I wanted in a future spouse. Because, I mean, if you're listening to this, you've probably heard people use the cop-out of, and I'm going to say it's a cop-out, it is, where people in high school is like, oh, I'm just dating because with the intention of marriage, right? I used that. Yeah, I mean, I use that too. <laughs> I, I'm like, I could see myself marrying this person, so I'm going to date her. And that that's great, and I get that. But, man, I and it's funny because, I mean, if I'm being honest, like, I considered myself a pretty mature high schooler for the most part. Like, I, I really did. But it's amazing how much life changes from the time I was 17 to 21. When you go to college and you, you begin to legit become an adult and the things that you learn and the things you understand differently. And there's a huge part of me that realizes, honestly, pretty quickly after high school, man, I did not realize what I wanted in a spouse or what I wanted in a, a partner. Uh, basically, my checklist uh, in dating in high school was, do I have fun with this person and is this person attractive? That was <laughs> basically it right and that was that was pretty much it I just I didn't understand relationships enough I didn't understand the purpose of dating enough I didn't understand the role of Ephesians 5 and a relationship between a man and wife and and a, a boy and a girl I didn't understand that and so I think because I didn't understand that it got me in a lot of trouble and so I remember I hung out with this girl a lot my sophomore year and like I'm it back and I'm like that was just a weight literally a waste of three or four months because I was like, I just didn't really realize what I wanted or what I needed. You know what I'm saying? You agree with that? I, I do. You have anything to add there? Or you just second that? I'm just seconding that because it's the truth. Okay, gotcha. Retweet. Retweeting. So then, so, so we say the, the two things we wish we'd have known. One, the dating didn't have to be that serious, right? That the people made such a big deal that people made it out to be as the most important thing in your life, and it's just not. Um, secondly, we both realized that we wish that we uh, would have known that in high school we really didn't know what we wanted in a future spouse. That just that just came later for us. Um, but I think third, I, I said, and Courtney agreed with me, is that I wish in high school that I would have known that Courtney was coming. Um, and she wishes that I would have known, or she would have known that I was coming. What do we mean by that? I'm what you tell them. Basically, that instead of wasting so much time and thought and energy on the, in my case, the guys that I dated, I could have focused on what was coming. And so, like, I could have focused on maybe not going on certain dates with certain guys or maybe not kissing certain guys because I knew you were coming. The other day, we actually were... Oh, we're watching a movie when this came up. Yeah. Somehow it came up some of our first kiss. And I was like, you know what? Like... I really wish my first kiss would have been with you, because, spoiler alert, it wasn't with Justin. But, um... Yeah. Mine wasn't like, either. It's... I mean, I don't know. Just... I wish there were certain things that I was like, man, that would have been more fun if it had been with Justin instead of this guy that I dated in high yeah. school. And not... Yeah. yeah. And I, I get that it's impossible to know that. Like, and I, I understand that, like, not everyone's going to marry the first person they start dating. No. Like, absolutely not. But... I, I do I do wish that I would have known that I was going to meet you later, you know what I'm saying? And so I think for you right now as a high schooler hearing that is is to recognize that 
gosh, it, I mean, the very earliest you're going to get married probably when you're 20 years old. The very earliest. Most of you probably well later than that. So to recognize that's four or five years away for a lot of you, mm-hmm. probably even more. And so to recognize that and understand that and say, man, it's not that I don't care about this person I'm with right now, but I'm, there are certain things I only want to give to my spouse mm-hmm. because I think that's how God's word intends it to be. And so those, those are some things that we wish we would have known. And we're already at 11 minutes, Courtney. So nice. we're at the, yeah, so we'll kind of fly through these we next We just have two. a lot to say. We do. We do. And we like talking to each other. Yes, we do. So we do. Uh, so, and I like being on a podcast. <laughs> sorry, it's not Jamie Ivy. I'm sorry. So, uh, so those are things that we wish we would have known in high school. But here, maybe this will be a little bit better for you. And so, um, things that if you're if, if you're listening to this podcast, here are some things that we think that you should be looking for in another person. So you're like, man, I want to date someone, and, and maybe you're not even like, I want to date right now. Maybe you're thinking about college or thinking about years down the road. But some things that you should be looking for in another person, Courtney. What's we have three things. So number, number one, one, number one, do they love? Cliche Bible answer. But not like, hey, do you love Jesus? Yeah. Like, how do they love Jesus? Yes. Like, look at their actions in what they're doing and not just saying they love Jesus. Yes. Because in high school, there's problems with that sometimes. Yeah. So <laughs> so if I ask you, hey, uh, is your boyfriend or girlfriend a Christian? You say, yeah, they go to church. That's the wrong answer. That right? doesn't that- mean they're necessary. No, that's the wrong answer, right? Does does the person that you're with actively love Jesus? Do they pursue Jesus? Are they following with their life? Because I tell you, man, if they don't love Jesus, one, I mean, the, the Bible talks about us being equally yoked, right? The Bible talks about, and, and just think about this just in life in general. I, I, it kind of bugs me how we make this a spiritual thing sometimes. Like just in life in general, you want to align yourself with someone with the same values you have. So if you love Jesus and they don't love Jesus, that's a problem. I mean, you are going in, in two completely different directions. I'm just telling you, you're, there are going to be times when you are going to be difficult to be loved. <laughs> True. Yes, there's going to be times. Me. And, and I, <laughs> and I, you, me way more than Courtney. Me way more than Courtney. <laughs> no. But but I'll be honest, like there there have been times that I'm sitting there and and I, I hope I can say this. We talked about this earlier. I can say this, but where I literally I was frustrated with something, something was happening, and I've literally prayed to myself, Lord, help me love Courtney the way that you love your church. Right, help me, like, and, and all that comes from. And I'm sure she's prayed a very similar thing because I probably frustrate her way more than she frustrates me. So that's it. Has to start there. If they're not pursuing Jesus, then legitimately, I'm being serious. Don't waste your time on them, because hopefully you're pursuing Jesus, you're following Jesus, and if they're not, then you are just asking you're asking for a disaster you're asking for heartbreak you're asking for something that's going to go wrong. So, so with things you should look for in the other person, do they love Jesus? Number two. What's number two, Courtney? How do they treat their parents and their siblings? Gosh, I wish we had some parents, like an amen section oh, right now. I'm sure a lot of parents would probably amen this. Yeah. Because go. if they don't respect their parents, and I know high schoolers can be bratty. Look, I'm 24 years old, and sometimes I still roll my eyes at my parents. Love you, Mom and Dad. But if they don't respect their parents odds are they're probably not going to respect you very well. Yeah, and they might be really good, and girls, I'm just letting you know, and I I know girls can do this too, but guys are really good at this. They're very good at being charming. Guys are very good at respecting you for a time and showing you that, but girls, if you get around a dude that's a jerk to his parents, it is only a matter of time before he's a jerk and disrespects you. 
it's just a matter of time. And guys, that works the same way for girls. And so if you if you spend time with someone and you're like, man, I'm thinking about dating this person, I, I would challenge you, oh, this is a good dare. Have dinner with them and their family. Whole the, family. Whole Parents family. and siblings. Before you actually say yes to going out with them. Because if they treat their family like crap, they're eventually going to treat you like crap. So we'll move on from that. Sure. That's pretty simple. So do they love Jesus? How do they treat the parents and siblings? Number three. Courtney, what's number three? Their reputation matters. Yes. A.K.A. If people tell you they are not great, they're probably not great. Yeah. We we have, <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of those weird things. We have such a tendency to see the best in people that we're attracted to. And, and students, I'm just telling you, if, if you have everyone around you, and I think we could say this too, man, trust what your parents say. Yes. And I know I sound like such a fundamentalist here, and I sound like an old man. We but, do. But, we but, but listen, if your parents have serious reservations about you dating that person, it's probably, because they're probably they're right. they're and wiser and are looking at things from a different perspective. Yeah, they, they are smart. Man, I wish I had parents Can on I They are smarter story? than you. Can you Can tell a quick story? story? Yeah, yes. it's really quick. So, in high school, I dated a guy, and my parents did have reservations about him, and I was just like, oh, whatever, blah, blah, blah. went on my own way, because I was, what, 17, thought I knew everything. Yeah. Turns out, he was pretty much stink, he yeah. stunk, and looking back at 24 years old, I'm like, man, should have listened to my parents. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. listen to your parents. Yeah, I, I, think, I, I think I think that's true. I didn't think to, to write that, but I didn't think to write this down. But that just came to my mind. Is um, oh, what did I say about reputation? What did I say? Oh, I just said it. I have to go back and listen to it. About reputation. Yeah, I said something that was good. You say I, a lot of good things. Oh, thank you, baby. I appreciate that. Basically, though, I have a crappy <laughs> reputation. I literally just had a mind blank. I did. And look, and I, and I get, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're attracted to someone, you tend to see the best in that person. And so, if, I mean, and I, I'm not going to be honest. Like, I mean, you might have one or two people that doesn't like something. But if you got people all around you that's saying, man, you need to watch out for this person. You need to watch out for that. Um, I just, that's a red flag. And friends, don't be scared to nicely say something as a warning to your friend. Yeah, that's you might a good thing, too. might be into a... Getting into a bad relationship. Yeah, that's a good thing too. Because like then odds are you'll just regret not saying something yeah. when you should have said something. Yeah. Okay, so things that you should look for in another person. Do they love Jesus? Do they treat their parents and siblings well? And then kind of, man, do you have a ton of people who are like, yes, that's awesome. I mean, I remember when me and Courtney started dating, we had that around us, right? We just... we just, we're awesome. Yeah, I don't I'm know about kidding. that. We have people <laughs> saying that, right? And so that's the same things to look for. And then finally, real quick, and just lightning round fashion, what are things right now, maybe you're dating someone or maybe you're possibly going to date someone, what are things that you should be doing? Not things you're looking for, just things that you should be doing. So, Courtney, number one, we have four things. Pursuing Jesus actively. Again, not just saying you love Jesus, but actively pursuing Jesus. Yeah, I I am learning, and I think Courtney would agree with this, in marriage, that even even when we're married now, and and now that we've been married for a year and a half, when I'm not following Jesus well, I'm probably not going to be the best husband I can be. That is the truth. Not that you're not a good husband. In yeah. my bad being a bad wife. Yeah. And so I, I would sit there. If you're if you're trying to just date, to just be cool and all this stuff, that's one, a stupid reason to date people. Yeah, it's a stupid reason to date people. But but if you're not really pursuing Jesus, then, man, you're just destined for disaster. I mean, you, you really, really are. Um, and so pursue Jesus. You can do that. You don't need someone else to do that. You can do that. Pursue Jesus. Um, secondly, what is it? Be confident in who you are individually. 
Yeah. So I think oftentimes we have this idea that I need this person or this other person to complete me. And that's just a bunch of junk, that's right? That's Hallmark. You complete me. Yeah. And I would even say this when me and, me and Courtney were dating, and I told people this all the time, like, like if, if my identity is found in Courtney, that's a problem. It is. I mean, that's, that, that's a problem. Like, your identity has to be found in Christ. Like, that is the first and foremost place it has to be found. And, um, and so be confident in who you are, man. If you, don't, if you go through all high school and you don't date anyone, who cares? Like, you're probably going to experience a lot less trauma than a lot of other people. Um, and so be confident in who you are and who grows. Um, I think this is really good. What's the third one, Courtney? You attract people who are like you. Yes. AKA, if you're very sweet and nice and godly, you probably will attract the very sweet, nice, godly people. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of funny to me when I hear people say, man, I really just want a godly husband. And then their Instagram account is like just ratchet and just seeing pictures i'm like man you would not want your grandma to see you wearing that but yet on one mouth you're like i want a godly husband i want a godly wife and then the way that you act is completely ungodly that does not make any sense my mom taught bible and she'd always tell the guys who were dating around she'd be they'd say well like we're just dating for fun now we'll marry a godly woman in the future and my mom would look at them and be like no godly woman is going to want to marry you if you're hooking up with all these girls yeah and that's a very true statement. Yeah, yeah. So, because uh, I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, most of you are probably like, "Yeah, I want a godly spouse." Well, then be a person who follows Jesus. And I'm telling you, if you be, be a, a person that could be the godly spouse. Yeah, 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 yeah. Be be the significant other. Be the boyfriend or the girlfriend that you want to see. Yes. Yeah, be that. That's a good one. Um, and then finally, this is real, real short. What's the fourth one, Courtney? Trust. The process. Trust the process. And maybe I'm kind of stealing the 76ers to basketball team slogan there. Sorry. <laughs> but, but man, for, for real, man, if, if you go through all of high school and don't date anyone, if you go through all of college and don't date anyone, man, just trust the Lord. I know for me it was a huge thing when I got to college, and I was trying to, to talk to this girl, and it just wasn't working. And I finally came to a point where I was like, Lord, I'm just going to let this happen. Like, like if you have this for my life, I'm just going to let it happen. You intervene, you intervene. And um, and then and most of y'all know the story about how I met Courtney, but just random, crazy, just happened, right? And, and I just look back and I'm like, man, Lord, I wish I would have trusted you in all this time. Instead of trying so hard to make it happen, I, I wish I would have just trusted him from the outset. So trust him in what he's doing. Absolutely. Agreed. Agreed. Sweet. Well, I hope you enjoyed this. Like, I saw it's like 20 minutes long. Sorry about that. You just but like to talk. Talking to my wife is fun, and I get distracted because I'm looking at her right now, and she's really cute. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> All right. Well, I love you. I love you, too. I'm not talking to the people here listening. Now I'm talking we, to people here listening. We do love you guys. We too. love you, too, but I love her way more than I love you, um, and I hope you know that. And so, yeah. So sweet. So thanks for listening today. Man, hope you enjoyed it. Listen back to it. Email us, or not email us. Y'all probably don't email. Uh, message us. Are we at point? I don't know. We are. <laughs> message us on the point Instagram if you got any questions, any thoughts, anything. Um, man, we'd love to hear from you. And so thank y'all so much for listening. We love you, and uh, we will see you on Sunday. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock. And we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.